Good morning, Sunshines. <laughs> I'm Haley. I'm Cassidy. And we are the Sunshine Podcast. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are talking about um <laughs> religion versus relationship. So basically we're talking about Well, um, yeah, that and like pretty much how to be in a relationship with God because I feel like with this subject, if we would have known this a long time ago, it would have helped us in the long run, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. When I saw, when I used to see the word religion versus relationship, I didn't really know like what that meant, like, or the words. Um, and people would like touch on it. Yeah, but when I would listen, I didn't really know what that meant because I didn't have a relationship with God. So basically, we want to start off by saying like religion versus relationship. So being a Christian versus being a Christian and actually having a relationship with God and knowing the Lord um, and the difference and what can happen when you don't have that relationship with God and because um, anybody can call themselves a Christian I mean yes. like we said on the last podcast we called ourselves Christians but were we um living in the word absolutely not. oh no ma'am oh no okay um also I just wanted to like preface our discussion by saying that we aren't trying to preach necessarily we just want to kind of talk about this because, one, we lived it. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like we are able to speak on it. And, two, I just want to kind of give people a I don't, an idea of what it can be like if you are in a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't for so long, and I didn't understand... <laughs> I thought we turned that off. We did. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Anyways. um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't want to sound like we're trying to. We're we're not trying to be, we're not trying to condemn anybody. Yes, exactly. We don't want to. And that's not our job. Like as, as people on fire for Jesus, we just want to share what we have come to know and as well like if it's not our job to condemn you if you feel convicted by what we say then that's between you and god but if if you think that we're trying to condemn you like that is not our goal whatsoever just to we just wanted to begin with that so that like people didn't listen to this um episode and just go oh they're hypocrites or whatever because like we said like i mean we still sin every day but we know God now versus um, a few years ago we were Christians and I was not living like she said in the word and just not lukewarm if you will yes and we will get into the definition of that later but um, yeah so I guess we need to start by talking about religion since that is kind of the more known thing yeah So, like, what that looks like, um, for me, I was religious, you know, whatever. I was, you know, religion versus relationship. I was a Christian. Um, so I believed in God. I've always believed in God. Um, but really, like, growing up, we didn't, 
we didn't grow up in church. So I believed in God because, like, that was what I was told to do right. by, like, it was just socially, the social norm. Right. Um, so, I mean, like, we grew up in the Bible Belt. So, obviously, everybody says that they know Jesus, but do they really? Yeah. So, like, but basically, like, I didn't, I only know, I only knew, like, about God because, like, I, me and Haley, like, she was probably the only time I went to church as a child. Like, when I stayed with her, her mom would, yeah, Cassidy can spend the night, but she's got to go to church with us in the morning. And like, Shout out to Tracy. We yeah. love Tracy. And I'm thankful for that, but I didn't really start getting going to church on my own until I was a teenager. And even then, I didn't I didn't know. Like, I was just a Christian. I call myself a Christian, but I still was not living in the Word. Um, so. Right. And, like, they, I feel like there is being a Christian, quote, unquote, and people that actually know God. So... Um, sorry guys, we thought we lost y'all. Um, yeah, the enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. (laughs) Okay, so, where were we? Okay, so basically what I have, what I have written down is like, Christianity is, like, quote unquote Christianity is calling yourself so-called Christian, but not being very godly, aka a lukewarm Christian. And that is exactly what I was, is a lukewarm Christian. I call myself a Christian, but I had no idea how to live for God. I had no idea how to talk to God. I had no idea how to how to like ask God to talk to me. I had mm-hmm. no idea anything. I mean, nothing. But, um, so... People, so the reason that lukewarm Christianity is dangerous, in my opinion, is because if if we are saying that we are a Christian, but we are living for the world, what are people going to look at us like that aren't Christians right. yeah. or that don't know God? They're going to say, oh my gosh, like, I don't want anything to do with Christianity because look how that girl acts. Mm-hmm. She's a Christian, but she is a terrible person. And that's yeah. essentially what I was. Yeah. Um, You're not, you were never a terrible person. You just. Well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't Made bad decisions. Person. Yeah, exactly. But like, I, I just, I mean, I don't want to say I feel guilty because I don't feel guilty, but it just, it's sad to me that I said that I was a Christian and I posted Facebook posts about Bible, Bible verses, verses and stuff, but I was going and talking about people. I was yeah. drinking. I was. And I will say like, I have, I'm whole I'm whole fully guilty of posting like a Bible verse um like on Facebook or something out of spite. Like if someone made me mad or something, like I would get on Facebook and be like, Josh out not, you know, whatever. Literally the only time I posted yeah. Bible verses and two, how am I gonna do that when that's just it just doesn't make any sense really. We were hypocrites. It, yeah, we were a hundred percent. I mean I was, I know I was. Um absolutely so i'm gonna i'm gonna be aggressive for a second yeah go ahead um this is what i have written down um lukewarm christians are ruining god's call which is for us to be disciples um that's good so basically when we are lukewarm christians we are steering people away from god's truth um so, like, I've had, me and Haley have, we prayed about, like, what we should talk about this episode, mm-hmm. and I had a friend who um, is not a Christian, 
And so she has a family member that is a Christian who, so she made a decision. I'm not going to go into detail, but she made a decision that is not godly. And her cousin or whatever, her family member who is a Christian basically was like, I don't like you anymore. We, I can't be around you anymore. And I, that's against my religion. And we just can't, I can't, I don't accept you anymore. Like, that's not, that's not okay. Like, and so that kind of opened my eyes for like what we, I told Haley about it. And it just really like, it just made me so upset because like, I've been working on her. Um, and I just, I didn't, I just made me so upset because I, like, I made sure to tell her, like, that's not how that's supposed to be. I was like, it doesn't matter what you did. Um, well, that's not how God is. No. I mean, he, he is so forgiving and loving and just kind and gentle. He's not condemning. And if somebody makes a mistake, he's not just going to shun them for the rest of their lives. And that's what I feel like a lot of Christians do or yeah. make people think is that yeah. – God just sits there pointing his finger at people. Right. So, like, if you make me mad, like, or in that situation, I just wanted that girl to understand that, like, God was not mad at her, at no. my friend. So, like, she doesn't have to, like, it's more detrimental for you to be like, okay, I'm removing myself from you. I can't talk to you anymore. Then for you to just, I don't know. Stand there with open arms. Yeah. And be like, I accept you and I love you anyways because that's what Jesus does. He literally stands there and opens his arms and is like, come here, my child. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to sin. And yes, he is a very forgiving God. Um, but at the same time, he loves us anyways. He mm-hmm. died for our sins, literally. Like, I just don't understand people who say, I can't associate myself with you because you don't do things that that's against my religion but that's so hypocritical is that against your relationship with god right oh that's good pc PC. (laughs) okay Um, so no that made me really upset and i was like what's her name like i just want to talk but i didn't i I didn't (laughs) get into that whatever um so that's a lot of the reason why we both had instances like that i I just want to say it is not our place to judge people. So, yeah, something that somebody else is doing might be against your religion or whatever, but that's not our place to <laughs> That's be between like, you and God. Yeah, that's not our place to be like, oh, you're doing something that's against my religion. Okay, um, no, our job is to show people God's love and let God deal with the rest later. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... Ha- that if you honestly, let's just put it out there. If you're saying that to people, you're putting yourself in God's place, and that's just as much a sin. <laughs> that is the. That's pretty much. That's what it pretty is. much why Satan got kicked out of heaven. So yeah, you're literally putting yourself in God's place. So if you say, "Oh, that's against my religion," mm-hmm. yeah, it might be against your religion, but so is putting yourself in God's place. So. Just be careful. Just be careful. We all fall short of Just the glory of God. be careful. And that goes with saying, too, yes, God is forgiving. But that does not mean that we can just run around free and then ask for forgiveness later. I think, yeah, the most important thing was that this person doesn't know God and doesn't care to have a relationship with God and does is not a Christian. And that makes her want to run even further. Exactly. Away. Like... 
if you condemn me, like, I'll do something wrong. And Haley would be like, oh, and I'm like, okay, like, whatever. It's not your place, you know, and, and vice versa. But it's, it's different when someone is far from God and you're just like, oh, well, I believe in God and... Hazard. And that's and God said, God said that's wrong. So I don't like you anymore. I just don't. Hey, buddy. Kaiser was going crazy on that water bowl. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. He is um, star of the show. Today. Our special guest every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clicking and cracking around the floors. Yes. Um, but anyways. <laughs> so also. I just want to talk a little bit more about what lukewarm Christianity looks like. Mm-hmm. Because we we could write a book on this. I sure could. About myself. we lived it for many, many, many years. Yep. Um, it can look like how we acted in high school. First episode. Yeah. How we were gossiping about each other. and Hateful. <laughs> it can look like um, going out and getting drunk. On the weekends and then going to church on Sunday morning. Guilty. Um, me too. Very much so. It can look like, I mean, there's obvious reasons, like ways that you can, that's pretty obvious reasons, but there's also non-obvious reasons mm-hmm. too. I mean, you could. I mean, there were times where I wasn't partying or drinking, but I was in church every single Sunday mm-hmm. and I was taking notes in church. I was worshiping in church and I still did not know the Lord. Right. I, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I have not known God in a sense of, like, in a relationship with God until recently. very recently. And it's, it, there is nothing like it. No. And, and that's why we're trying to do this, y'all, is because, oh my gosh. If you only knew. If you just knew the feeling of being in the presence of Jesus. I mean, it is just... There's nothing like it, really. And and, and seeing, like, what he can do in your life, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> no, get emotional. This is what this is for. I just, like... Like, I don't know. There's no drunk. There's no high. There's no drug. There's nothing. There's no boyfriend. No, there's There's nothing, no person. Nothing I've ever, 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 ever done that comes close to the feeling. And I'm not just saying that, guys. No. I'm I'm so serious when I say that it is life-altering. It is incredible. I mean, I don't have words to describe. I just don't. And people most a lot of people like think miracles are, you know, making someone walk again or whatever that haven't hasn't walked in a while, but um which those are miracles, but God has done has performed miracles in my life in just the last six months like things that I never thought that I would be able to do are you gonna cry okay second episode and we get in tears (laughs) um but yeah I mean he literally Jesus died on the cross for us knowing that we might not ever want him not only that that be, saying the words Jesus died on the cross that's nothing like if you think about what he endured while he was nailed to that cross and he could have made it stop it oh my gosh he yeah. did it for us yeah. he, did, he he paid for our sins and it's Easter weekend and we're getting fired up just thinking about it y'all <laughs> he literally if you have not seen the passion of the Christ go watch it um because that will really show you I mean it is 
not anything that we can comprehend. What is that movie? I think it's just a movie that shows pretty much like the crucifixion or whatever. It's Passion like, no, it's, it's a movie. I haven't watched Passion of Christ, but I've watched something else. No, you have. I thought because mm-hmm. you text me about it. Was it the Passion of the Christ? That's like the movie about Jesus' crucifixion, and it like shows everything basically. And it's biblical, biblically accurate. I probably did not just say that right, but you did. You know biblically, I, that's a tongue t- tongue twister. <laughs> biblically accurate. Biblically. Okay, but yeah, it is. And but our preacher PC has Shout done some research on this topic, and he has definitely like shown us everything that Jesus has endured and it is insane but I guess we need to say that for another episode because we could literally talk yes. about this all day long yeah. but happy Easter weekend happy resurrection yes <laughs> my God's still rolling stones away oh my God is a living God okay so pretty much um Haley talked about how we were lukewarm Christians and what that looked like for her like I said for me like um yeah, I mean, I partied a little bit, probably a lot of it, actually. Um, but there were times that I partied, and I didn't, I didn't go to church, but there was also times where I didn't party, and I was in church every Sunday taking notes, worshiping, whatever, and I still, like I said, didn't know Jesus. Right. Um, I mean, I was raising my hands in church when I was, like, 15, hmm. and this is before I went butt wild. But <laughs> Not butt wild. Butt wild. Goodness. Um. Y'all gonna have to hear my testimony at another time, but (laughs) I was raising my hands in church and I didn't even know what it meant. Like I just did it because everybody else did it, and that's really sad because now now it's just second nature because freedom. It's it's surrender. It's here is all of me. Here I am. Yes, come and get me, please. Please come get me. (laughs) Please, we're waiting. No, we still have people to say. That's a quote from Cassie herself. Um, <laughs> Should we elaborate? On people to say? No. Um, about that story, Haley was like, oh my lord, I can't wait for Jesus to come back. Can he just come back today, please? <laughs> please come here. She was texting me and she was like, I'm having the worst day ever. And I was like, not yet. We got people to save. And we do. Things to do. Well, people we can't save. save them, but we got people to show. Disciple. <laughs> Let's say show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus got people to say. All yes. right. So basically, the be- the biggest definition, not definition, the biggest difference, in my opinion, is a have to versus want to. Mm. Because religion was, I have to do this because this is what my preacher says. Or mm-hmm. this is what my Bible, well, I mean, obviously you're supposed to follow the Bible, but... Mm-hmm. I don't follow the Bible because I have to. No. I follow the Bible because I genuinely want to. Yeah. I want to do what the creator of the universe wants me to do. Yeah. And let me just say this. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, People who are not Christians, um, if, let me just say this. If we lived by the Bible and we didn't sin and we did everything just as the Bible says, we would not be experiencing the emotional, what is the word I'm looking for? The distress. world, distress. The world would not be Trauma. in the distress that it is today. Like, there would not be school shootings. There would not be mm-hmm. um, drugs, alcohol, 
there would not be murders. Um, I mean, Christian or not, like if you went by what Jesus says, yeah, yeah. like it just makes sense. I mean, Christian or not, Jesus, like Jesus or not, you want to be, I mean, why would you not want to be a good person? Exactly. Um, Makes no sense to me. I mean, what is the point? Really, what is the point of living if you don't have anything to live for? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Mm. But, um, yeah, have to versus want to. I just feel like religion is, it just makes it feel like a structured, boring routine that we have to follow. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I think once you see, like, at first, like, it is, uh, like, it's, it's where it's making a conscious effort. Like it's okay. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I know, like we talk about, not um, like I have to read my Bible fifteen minutes a day. Yeah, or I'm going to hell. Like not. A, it's not like a checklist thing. But like no. at first, it is. Like like um, I think the whole purpose of like twenty one days of prayer is like you know you do something for twenty one days, it becomes a habit. And so like the importance of that. But mm, that's that's a good point. But. At first, yes, like you have to like get into that um, routine and that habit, and it's hard. I mean, yeah. it's hard even even when you do get used to it because it's it's a a conscious effort twenty four seven to choose to live by the word. Right. It's it's very difficult. But once you get to know God more as you're yeah. making that, mm-hmm. like I don't want to say routine because it's I, not a routine. I don't like that word, but just as you're doing these things and you get to know God, you're like. Oh my gosh, like this is what I want to do. This is how I want to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, too, um, I was listening to a podcast and I wish I would have written down what the title was, but it was really good. And they just basically touched on religion versus relationship. And the guy was saying, um, this is not verbatim, but he said, Do you practice your faith because you fear? You fear God, God's wrath, or because you fear God's like distance from you. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, are you scared of God, or do you are you scared that God is going to depart from you? Does that make sense? Like, basically, I'm not scared of God. No. I don't, I don't think God is standing there pointing his finger at me and, um, like, at any moment he's just going to, like, boot you. Basically, yeah. Um, I'm scared of a life without God. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want a life without God. I just, it, it's nothing that I want any part of, and I have had plenty of art in it. Yeah. And I, that, I just don't want that. Yeah, I've had enough of that. I think I'll... Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, love. Because, I mean, how are the things that we're doing out of religion benefiting us truly? Like, an obligation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just, oh, I'm reading my Bible an hour. But if you don't understand God's Word and ask Him to understand, help you understand, then what is that doing for you truly? I mean, yeah, it's good to read your Bible because you want to, but if you if you're reading it because you have to, you're really not gonna get anything out of it. Yeah. Um I have a verse on that for this week. I mean for it's out of the freedom book actually, but awesome. John five, thirty six through thirty nine. You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. 
And like I, I remember, like when I was a lukewarm Christian, like I would, I did not talk to God every single day. No, me no. I literally would, like, if I was going through something, I'd be like, God, help me get out of this. Like, help me. But like, I was watching this TikTok this morning actually, and it was like, or no, maybe it was yesterday. It was Louis Giglio. He's amazing. Oh my gosh. But um, he was basically like, do you ever have, do you have those friends or those family members that call you? And all they do is complain and then hang up. Mm-hmm. Or all they do is, like, ask you for things and they never, like, yeah. ask how you're doing or or ask you anything. And that's how we treat God sometimes. I know. Like, imagine how that, that's, that, I know how that feels, actually. Yeah. But. One-sided. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would, I only called on him pretty much when I needed him. And yeah. then I would even, like, go that's as far. I would, I would even go as far as to open in my Bible and thinking that he would just show me something on the page, like like give me an answer to what I was looking for. And so that was like very like frustrating when I would open my Bible and like look for a verse, like to help me through whatever I was going through. And Mm -hmm. I was just so ignorant. Like I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And so then I would just be like, okay, well that didn't give me what I wanted. And then I would just shut it and not open it back up. Not her really shutting her Bible. (laughs) I had to get the sound effects. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't get into a relationship with somebody and say that you're in a relationship with somebody, but you're not getting to know them better and you're not spending time with them. Yeah. No. Okay. What was that? What was that? What were we talking about the other day? Um, You can be, you can have, you can be a Christian or whatever. You can be married, but if you're not there, if you're not ever there. That was my pen. Sorry, <laughs> I don't remember. What. <laughs> I don't kidding. remember what it was, but I think we were talking about um, attending church or something. Never mind. I don't remember. I think it was at Freedom. Actually, I uh, think it was me and you talking. Uh, I think it was at Freedom. I was gonna say I don't remember that conversation, but it's okay. Okay, so I think we've really, really touched on lukewarm Christianity. Now we want to move on. We're like thirty minutes in, so okay. How not to be a lukewarm Christian in <laughs> our opinion. How to 101. <laughs> How to 101. <laughs> so. The relationship I have written down. We, we have some steps, but these are not in any kind of order. No. Um, no, no, no. You do what you need to do, but these this is what's helped me and Haley pretty much. And I mean, hers might be different from mine. Um, we've compared our notes and stuff, so it's it's. Pretty much a lot of the same stuff, but there's also, no order. Let's just say again, I'm like prefacing everything. Um, we're out here to shove us down your throat, and like we already kind of talked about this, but if you just knew the experience <laughs> that we have, and we're just like giggling because it's so freeing, and like, oh my gosh, I just I don't have a word to explain it, but if you just knew, that's all I'm saying. So, um, what does it look like to be in a relationship with Jesus? Cassidy? Oh, <laughs> where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Um, so are we talking about like what to do to kind of like well get or what does it look what like? What does it feel like? What does it look like? For me, I tell like I, I find things every single day that that the Lord has freed me from. Um, I'm not gonna say some of them; they're pretty personal, but yeah. like I, there was things that I was uh I guess addicted to, and um I was like I realize like things all the time I'm like wow I don't like desire to do that anymore yeah 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 yeah. and it's I can't remember 
there was a big one. There was a big one. And it was something like that I didn't even realize was a problem until I realized that I wasn't doing it anymore. And I was like, wow, I don't have the need to do that anymore. Same. And it was just gone. I'll, I'll say it. I mean, I used to drink heavily and I smoked marijuana. (laughs) We're getting deep. I don't care. You guys can, I'm an open book at this point. Um, but I have not felt the need to do that. Like when I used to have a bad day, I would be like, oh my gosh, I just need a beer Mm -hmm. or, oh, I just need to smoke. Yeah. But now I, I just don't have the desire to do that anymore because that's not what gives me fulfillment. No, no. Um, yeah. There's just, just the, the freedom. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, joy, like all the, all the good things. Like I have never smiled so much in the last, like, I'm just, I don't know. I have an overwhelming sense of peace and sometimes like spiritual warfare is real. Oh, yeah. I was sitting on my couch yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before that? And I literally felt Satan grab a hold of my chest and I was like, whoa, get, get back, dude. Please. And yes. we have the authority. And, like, I, I sat speaking. there, yes, I sat there and I prayed, and I told Haley, I was like, dude, I don't know what's going on, like, I got some serious anxiety right now. So, it's not always, like, rainbows and butterflies, no. but, like, most of the time, like, I feel so much, just, like I said, overwhelming peace. Like, I just yes. have so much peace, and I have struggled with anxiety my whole Me life. Me too, oh my gosh. Oh, like, I mean, there's nothing like, I mean, I do get nervous, like, um, sometimes, it's like a normal nervous. Like you're going to be around a bunch of people, you're kind of nervous. Whatever. And we're humans. We're not perfect. But I mean, like anxiety, like take your breath away, make you nauseous, about to throw mm-hmm. up. Anxiety. Like I have always struggled with it, and I've just had so much peace since then. And like, like I said, freedom. Yes. Um. Exactly. Just being on fire for him. I mean, just filled with him, doing things because you want to do things. Like mm-hmm. we said, it's a want to situation um and it it will turn into once you like you will have to for a long time like it'll be like a little checkbox for a little bit once you get in the habit of it it will turn into a want to it'll be a desire of your heart um yeah I mean it literally like changes your heart posture like Mm -hmm. I mean he already did his part so now he's just waiting for us to change our heart posture like when you get into relationship with someone you have to adapt yourself to get get to know them better like Obviously, like, relationships come with compromise and sacrifice, and you evolve throughout the relationship, but, like, yeah. same with God. God done did his part. It's The ball's in our court now. Exactly. I mean, it's up to us to understand him now. Like, we have to... And it's hard to do. Him. Oh, sure. And that's why, that's why we're talking about this. It's, it's, like, there is steps you have to take. Like, even, even whenever I got saved, well... I, I feel like you can be saved and still, like, it doesn't just happen overnight. Like, when no. I when I got baptized, it wasn't just, like, I mean, it was freeing, yes, Obviously, but I yeah. still had to, it wasn't magic. Like, I had still to make a conscious effort, and the Lord made it easy for me to do that. Yeah, because God gave us free will for a reason. I mean, yeah. He, he gave us the choice whether we want to follow Him or not, but. But there's things you can do that, that just um, help a lot. Yeah, like, help it, you they, to understand Him better, um, His Word. Like, we have steps, like I said, but they're not in any order. Um, but in, Do not take these in order. It is just personal. It is different for literally every single person yeah. in this world. Get saved. Yeah. Well, that's probably the first step. I would say it wasn't my first step. Yeah. Same. 
So, I mean, that's first on my list. I'm sure it's first on your list, but that's not, like I said, these are in no order. I did not get saved before I, um, let's just talk about like things that we can do to make it easier. Yeah. So, well, I was going to say my first step was actually just going to church, just make, just, just knowing that I needed something more. So I was like, well, let me just start with going to church because my cousin and my uncle were going every Sunday and I had been, like I said in the first podcast, I'd been going to Church of the Highlands on and off since I was 15, but yeah. I loved it. I mean, I loved the feeling. I just didn't understand what what it was. And, and there was all, more, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But that's my, that was my first step is just making the effort to go to church and like really yeah. being in the presence of mm-hmm. other people who love God. And when I was, um, I just want to say this, when I was a lukewarm Christian, I didn't know that there was more. I was Me like, either. this is it. Like yeah. I sin, I'm going to go to church on Sunday. And then where are we going to eat at? Literally. And I'd zoom up out of there, go get me some lunch, and I'd start all over again. And that's religion. You go because you have to. You go because you have to. And, like, it wasn't – I didn't have to. Nobody made me go. But I was like, oh, I've sinned a lot this week. I need to go. Let's go to church. Oh, that is so – oh, that's so accurate. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so that's one of the steps is just finding a church that makes you feel comfortable. And you can church hop until you find one that you like. I mean, and you are welcome to come to church with me. I will show you around. I love our church. Our church is amazing. <laughs> me too. I love it. it is, that church is just incredible. I, it has brought some of the best people in my life. Yes. I love it. Oh my and gosh. there's so much. There's, I know it's the amount of people can be super intimidating, is it random? but we're always going to make room at the table. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people to meet. So many, like, I have met so many wonderful people, y'all. These people are, like, heaven sent. Yes, like, literally, if if I didn't know any better, I think that they were, like, angels. Angels. Literally. Drea. Yes. Drea. Shout out to Drea and Elizabeth and DA. I love you guys so much. Um, That small group has changed my life my- insanely. <laughs> My Haley is in a small group with my mom and my my aunt, and I'm so like like I love my freedom group, but like I'm so like jealous. They have like they have the bet like they're we're full of so many different women. I mean, we have all came from so many different backgrounds, but the love for Jesus is what we all have in common, and just the desire for freedom. Our group is literally called Freedom, and oh my gosh, it's just so incredible because. I am making a conscious effort to receive freedom yeah. from my past and everything that I've been through. And you can be in groups without joining the church. I yeah. recommend, I highly recommend, like, to, first of all, be saved. Um, go to Church of the Highlands or go to whatever church you want to go to that you enjoy and get involved. Yes. Like, you don't have to join it right away, but, like, Join a small group if your church has small groups. Um, you need to surround yourself with people who are um, spiritually wise, seasoned, right. well-read, whatever. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, because they will they will serve as mentors to you, basically. Yes. Am I using that word right, mentor? Yeah, that sounds weird. Mentor. Yeah, mentor. it's mentor. I pretty much have – one of my friends is, like, my mentor. Like, she's, like – she, like, holds me accountable. Yeah, um, that's so 
it's powerful to have somebody yeah. like that. And she, she's so wise. Like, she lets me know, like, this is what, you know, she, I, it just amazes me how wise she is. But, but you can't do it alone. No, no. I just truly you don't ha- believe that. Absolutely not. You have to have accountability and you have to have people, um, you have to have not only accountability, but you, you just have to surround yourself with people that know God. Right. But also, too, once you yourself feel seasoned, don't feel like you can't surround yourself with people that are not like you because Jesus hung out with sinners every day. Mm-hmm. But until you get to the point where you're no longer tempted, then I would suggest, you yes, know, yes. trying to be around people that lift you up and encourage you to. Basically, once you have been discipled. Yeah. Discipled. Go be <laughs> Preach. Got my hands in the air and everything. Yes. Um, that's what, like I said, that's what we're called to do. And being lukewarm is just detrimental. Yeah. Um, it, because it, it's it turns so, people away. It's so, like, oh, I don't know the word. I was just so lost. Yeah. I just, and like you said, I didn't know there was more. And there's so, there's so much, much more. more. Oh, my gosh. And so another thing, um, serve, not only in the church, like me and Haley talked about, yeah. yeah. Me and Haley talked about how we serve at church um, on the first episode, and and we don't do that because we have to. We do it because we want to. Um, and I we want truly everybody enjoy to it. experience the love of Jesus. And so, the more people that I can reach and like show yeah. the love of Jesus, and the I mean, just plus when you serve, you meet new people. You yeah. meet those people. Like not on, like you don't even have to uh, join a small group. Like if you serve, you have to join the church you have to join the church before you serve but um serve the church i mean you don't have to serve the church though you, you don't have to join the church to serve no life. no you if you want to serve the church yes but like i said don't just serve the church like serve Others. everywhere everybody yeah. like hope like i had a in my devotion book that you got me the other day it was talking about doing um being kind what was the word um, basically going out of your way to yeah. be kind. And that's not just holding the door for someone at the grocery store. That's holding the door for someone and taking their groceries to their car for yeah. them or yeah. helping them. Um, just like going out of your way to be so kind and just showing God, showing people the love that God has given you and the joy that he has given you so that they can, people that are far from God can see that in you and want some of it. Yes, Exactly. I'm because people that. people ask us all the time, Cassidy's running to go get her devotion book, but um people ask us like I, I don't I don't know if they've asked us. I'm kinda like going off on a weird tangent, but like <laughs> dang, okay, she just slid in here. Um <laughs> and here comes Kowser. Hey bud. But people notice that's the word I was looking for. People, people have notice. noticed a change in us yeah. even before we started like sharing it was Mm -hmm. they're like oh my gosh you're like a different person what's going on like you're happy and joyful and what is wrong with you (laughs) okay so it was called how to scatter unusual kindness and it was talking about acts 28 um went safely on shore we found out we found out that the island was called malta but i don't know if i say that right malta malta Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. And so it talks about um, kindness holds the door for an elderly elderly person leaving the grocery store. Unusual kindness willingly carries 
the person's groceries all the way to her car, puts them in the trunk, and sends her on her way with it. It was my pleasure when thanked. So, so basically, let's be Chick-fil-A workers of the world. Do more than that. <laughs> no, that video, was it a video or something talking about my, uh, the Chick-fil-A worker forgot to put my sauce in my bag, and I was like going down the interstate and just running by my car. <laughs> What was that? Did I make that up in my head? No, but that sounds accurate. That be like that. So because once you get to know Jesus, you're gonna want to. It's not just it's we don't just do this because oh like I, I really don't feel like doing this, but I just I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Like, no, I want to show people. I want to Jesus. too. Yeah. I want to be like Jesus. And it's Jesus. not and it's not you don't do it because not only do you not do it because you have because you have to. You do it. You don't do it because you want. Um, recognition. Yes. So we just serve God because we love to serve God. I mean, we love we love Him, so we're going to serve Him. You love your spouse, so you're going to serve your spouse. I mean, it's just simple as that. Um, but yeah, so just be welcoming to yeah. And Matthew five sixteen. Let me just let me just say this. Let me just, yeah. <laughs> I said it. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I mean, we do good deeds because we love Jesus and we want our light to shine and we want to glorify God mm-hmm. in everything that we do. And it really makes you feel so free. That has been like top three, probably like something that just makes me so happy. Yes, I love it. Like see like doing good deeds for people and then just like I don't know, just being kind. Like it just it makes me happy. Oh my gosh. We were at the nursing home the other day. Well, it's not a nursing home. It's like a old people home. Or, I mean, they're old. It's a nursing home. It's, it's like not a, a nursing home because they're not like, they're they're independent, but they're they're older. I mean, uh, hello. I can say old. Uh, excuse me. I gave her a look, y'all. I didn't mean to, though. <laughs> but anyways, we were at, this, this is going to make me cry, I think. So, let me just, let me just, just, just bear, just bear with me. So, there's this lady I serve at the place in Auburn um, every first Saturday, and we play bingo with them. And there's this lady that comes in there. I forgot her name, and I hate that. I forgot her name, but it's okay. She comes in every Saturday just so, just bright light. Hey, Catherine. He will bite you. Get him. He will bite you. Um, but sorry, y'all, he's chewing on the ball and he is having a good time. Um, but anyways, this lady comes in every Saturday and she is so excited, so ready to play bingo, so just sweet to everyone, just, just so kind. I mean, just joyful. And I mean, I'm not sure if she's saved or not, but she's always just so sweet. But the other day she came in. And she was in a really terrible mood, and you could just tell something was off. And she came in late, and she's never late. She's usually always early. And she came in late, and she was, something was off. And then we started playing, and she started complaining that she wasn't winning. And, like, she was being very, like, rude to us. And I was like, something is not right, because this lady is never like this. So I was the bingo caller, so I couldn't just get up and walk away. Mm -hmm. But... The leader of the, what is it called? The team that I'm on. 
she came, she like walked over to me and she was like, I'm not going to let the devil win today. And I was like, absolutely not. And I told her, cause she hadn't been able to come the past few times. So she didn't like, I don't know. I don't know if she knows her or not, but I just told her, I'm like, she's not like this. Something is not okay. Like something's not right. So she went over there and just, just reached out and was like, are you okay? Rather than like getting on to her or being rude to her, mm -hmm. not like two wrongs reciprocating. Make right. Exactly. She asked her if she was okay, and the lady starts bawling. Stop. Bawling. Oh. She got in a wreck oh that goodness. Tuesday and totaled her car. She said she's 75, and she had never wrecked her car before. Listen. And she, her car was totaled, and she was still upset about it, and she just needed to, she just needed to let it out. And yeah. we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's okay. Jesus loves you. Like, oh my gosh. It was just so, like, just reach out. Ask people if they're okay. They're not just being mean because they're being mean. People like, aren't so mean because they're just born mean. People yeah. are mean because they are hurting. Yes. And, I don't know. I just, it, it really made me realize, like, this is what it's about. Like, just think about if you go through every single day. And every time someone, like, does something like that, just hug them. Yes. I wonder yes. how, like, the, the, how the world would be if, like, I was, like, if every time I was, like, being ugly, someone came up to me and was just, like, here, and, like, bear hugged me. I would bawl my eyes out every day of my life. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Why, why would you, and why would you want to serve Jesus? I mean, like I said, I thought I was happy. I thought I was satisfied. I thought I was, you know, content. BC before Christ. Mm -hmm. But nothing has ever given me so much fulfillment as I have now in Jesus. Um, and just to, I, don't, I mean, I know most of you are listening to this. Um, you might be a Christian, but you might not be. And I just want to explain to you what Jesus is. In terms of like how I feel, well, how are the Bible we, says. Jesus are we is. done talking about um, the steps? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I'm I very do, sorry. I didn't have one. I didn't mean to skip. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I just need to pull this first up. While she's pulling this verse up, I was just gonna say, um, I found this little table on a website and it's by Tim Keller. I had never heard of him, but um, he drew like a thing comparing religion and gospel. And the religion side says, I obey, therefore I'm accepted. But the gospel side says, I'm accepted, therefore I obey. The religion side says, motivation is based on fear and insecurity. The gospel side says, motivation is based on grateful joy. The religion side says, I obey God in order to get things from God. The gospel side says, I obey God to get God and enjoy him. The religion side said, when things go wrong, I'm angry at God or myself, since I believe that anyone who is good deserves a comfortable life. But the gospel side says, when things go wrong, I struggle, but I know all my punishment fell on Jesus and that God will take care of me as a father in my trial. And then the last part says, when I, or the religion side says, when I'm criticized, I'm furious or devastated because it is because it is critical that I think of myself as a good person. Threats to that self-image must be destroyed at all costs. But the gospel side says, when I am criticized, I struggle, but it is not essential for me to think of myself as a good person. 
My identity is not built on my record or performance, but on Christ's. Powerful. Powerful. Very powerful. Anyways, I'm so sorry. sorry that y'all have to listen to Cassie. I get, <laughs> I get a million emails a day. It's and so I turn do not disturb on my own life still doing it. Anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. It wouldn't be a podcast, uh, me and Haley's podcast, without the <laughs> in the back <laughs> in the background. Um. So one thing I feel like is important, and like I said, this kind of goes uh, along with the joining a small group. So me and Haley are both in a freedom group. Mm-hmm. Um, you can join a small group. That's going to lead you to more um, people um, and and friends. But freedom is not just a small group. Um, you you need to receive true freedom. And mm-hmm. by going through this small group, we have like a, a book. It's a curriculum. And so there's so many things that I didn't realize I needed freedom from that were holding yes. me back oh from my, my relationship gosh. with the Lord. That's so accurate. And every single time, like it's a new, it's like a new little chapter every week. And I'm like, ooh, gut punch. Mm-hmm. It was forgiveness a few weeks ago, and I was like, mm, I, I thought I had forgave those people, but it seems as if I did not. <laughs> so we need to work on that. Um, it seems as if. It seems as if. Basically, um, and this doesn't happen overnight. Like, this is like a, is it a 12-week curriculum? How, it's a, I mean, it's per semester. Um, so I don't know how many weeks it is, but it's a, it's a, Pretty thick book. It's changed my life. It, yeah, it has changed my life in every concept. Yeah. Um, but the verse that I have, um, basically, pretty much garbage in, garbage out. I have Matthew mm. twelve thirty. It's I put twelve thirty five, but I'm going to start with thirty three. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Or make a mm. tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. You. You brought up vipers. How can how can you you brood you brood of vipers? How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Mm. Remove those things that are in your heart that are blocking you from this true freedom. Yes. Um, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him, and evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. So, get the garbage out of your heart. And life. Yeah. Guard your ears. Guard your heart. Guard your mouth. Mm. That's big. That's big for me. I used to have the worst mouth. And now, oh, yeah. I don't even feel like there's better ways to express myself. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's besides the point, I guess. Um. Um, also, I had, just for the record, I had written down to read the word. Ask God to help you understand the word and share your story to others. I mean, it was, I can't explain to you how freeing it was to finally share my testimony. Um, like I wrote it yeah. and shared it on Facebook. Like that was the that most was bold. That, yeah. that was one of the most bold things I've ever done because people didn't know that. I mean, little old Haley was out there smoking marijuana. Like, yeah. But it's also like people can't be like, well, oh, she's a Christian. Well, she did this and mm-hmm. she did that. Yeah, and, and I did that and Jesus saved me from that. And thank you, Jesus, for doing that because, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that those people are um, going to hell because they're smoking marijuana, but I'm just saying I don't feel the need to do it anymore because that's not 
what I want to do anymore with my time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just want to explain a little bit of what Jesus is not so that um, maybe that'll like encourage you to, you know, strive to be in a relationship with him because this is what so-called Christians make Jesus sound almost by the, their actions. And I've been guilty of this too, so I'm not just calling out people. But um, Jesus is not judgmental. Um, Matthew 7, 1 through 5 says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure, <laughs> the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So Jesus is not judgmental and he doesn't want us to be either. No. Um, if you If you don't forgive others their sins, then your father will not forgive your sins. I mean, you can't just... Like, that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. You can't say, oh, you're doing wrong when you're doing just as wrong. Yeah. Well, he's already forgiven our sins. Exactly. But it's not our position to judge people. Right. And, um, yeah, Jesus isn't going to just stand there with his finger in your face saying, you are bad and you shouldn't do this and you are a sinner. We know we're sinners, but he loves us anyways. Right. Um, and Jesus is not mean. Uh, Galatians 6, 9 through 10 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. He, um, he's not mean. He's gracious and kind. I mean, always. And, um, some Christians are mean to people that aren't like them and that's not what Jesus wants to do. And um, Jesus is not scary or intimidating. He's not gonna... I mean, I just... I don't know why people make it seem that way. And he can be aggressive with his words, but it's because... He loves us and he wants us to He wants us to do better here on earth. He wants us to be happy and joy-filled and not... I mean, if of the world, if like Cassidy said, garbage in, garbage out. Like, um, but he's not scary or intimidating. It, um, he says in Matthew eleven twenty nine, "Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls." He is so gentle and kind mm-hmm. and gracious. I mean, he is just so loving. I just, I mean, it's just crazy. There is a um, the like the shows and the movies we talk about, like. Um, there's like, it shows where God is hanging out with like the little kids and it just like, I don't know. It, it just, I can just picture him like coming and giving me a hug and just being so gentle. He was the kindest, like angel, angelic man that ever like lived. And he literally got beat and was like, forgive them. He wanted God to forgive the people that were literally killing him. If that is not love and kindness, I don't know what is. And, and and while they were beating him, he didn't say, you piece of crap. You need to stop beating me. Like, I hate you. This hurts so bad. He, he was silent. did not say a word. He did it for us, too, by the way. Um, also, Jesus is not condemning. Jesus does not condemn us. He 
convicts us, yes, but he does not condemn us. Um, Galatians 5, 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand- that is not the one I meant to read. <laughs> Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. He's not going to condemn you for what you do. No. And neither are we. Neither should we. I mean, Jesus is not judgmental. He's not mean. He's not scary or intimidating, and he's not condemning. So why are we being that way? We, as Christians, we should strive to be like Jesus, not like the world. And Mm -hmm. like I said before, Christian or not, religious or not, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, why would you want to be that way? It just makes sense. Like, why do you want to be miserable? Right. That's so sad. Like, why would you not want freedom? Why would you not want to be a good person? Right. The Lord did not, Jesus did not endure all that on the cross so that we had to pretty, I'm not comparing what he endured to what we endure every day, like anxiety, fear, shame, whatever. There's nothing that could ever um, compare. But he did not die on the cross for us to not be free of the Mm. horrible things of the world. Right. And that the enemy tries to bestow upon us. But um, that goes with saying, following Jesus does not make you perfect. By Mm -hmm. any means, we are not perfect. I'm far from perfect. We are still going to mess up. We're still going to sin. However, we do strive not to be like that. Like I said, if you're following Jesus, you're going to strive to be like Jesus. Like, that's how I want to be. That's the goal. Yeah. And as I draw, as me personally, as I draw closer to him, I catch myself trying to be more like him every day. I no longer long for things of the world, per se. And you will fall short every day. Oh, absolutely. But he is there with open arms and he's ready to call us home, call us back. Yeah. Um, But... That was what I was reading earlier. Galatians 5 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So, following Jesus, I mean, you're free. You're free from all of the, um, all of your past. Um, so we are like 15 minutes over. We don't have like a really time limit or anything. Um, but something that I just want to say, um, for this like week coming up, I just want to challenge if you're listening to this and you are, um, a non-believer or whatever it is, um, that you're, if you're a lukewarm Christian, um, uh, I just want to challenge you in this coming up week just to, show, serve others, um, take some of those steps that we talked about earlier. Um, even if it's like, even if you're not ready to be saved and just, you know, even if you're not ready to be vulnerable, whatever it is, um, just like start surrounding yourself with those, um, at least positive, positive and godly people that we talked about, um, and serve others. Like you don't even have to call it serving others, but just be unusually kind for a week and see how that changes you and your life and your perspective on things yeah see how things will change just see what happens yeah i mean it doesn't hurt to try what's the what's the harm in trying and like i feel like the last thing that i have to say that's like my main point of this whole thing is like i said before what's the point of living if you don't have anything to live for you can live for any earthly thing i mean your spouse 
your money, your, your kids, your kids, your job, but none of that will give you anything close to what God can give you. You'll never be fulfilled. No. Um, he He gives us eternal life, fulfillment. I mean, everything that you can possibly think of. I mean, we're not just saying this because, I mean, we, we, we're living it. We're, we're living proof that God gives you ultimate fulfillment and mm-hmm. eternal life yep. with him. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to this if you're still here. Yeah. And like we said before, we are not here to condemn you. We are um the whole purpose of this this episode was just to um teach you, I guess, the difference and like the detrimental effects of being a lukewarm Christian because we are called to be disciples yeah. and it's detrimental when we're lukewarm because like we said before, um being a air quote Christian and having a relationship with God is so different. And Mm -hmm. other people that are far from God will see that. And I don't know about y'all, but my main goal right now is I have a lot of friends and make heaven crowded. crowded, Yes. Like it, it, it it really hurts my heart to know that if like Jesus came back tomorrow, that some people wouldn't be going with me. Yeah. And that makes me so upset. Yes. So my main goal right now is to, be make Kevin crowded. Be there for the yeah. Yeah. Show people the love of Jesus. Also, I um I wanted to say at the beginning, but I forgot. We remembered how we got close again as friends. Oh, yeah. So we were sitting at dinner the other day and it literally hit me I out think of Tyler nowhere. Was the reason that because Tyler said something about Shelton. Yes, y'all, we worked at Shelton Fireworks during the summer. Yes. So we had already made up by then and we but we weren't hanging out. We were just like cordial, I guess. Yeah, but once we started working at Shelton, like our whole the fire was spark <laughs> what is the word? The fire was sparked back up. Yes. We literally um before we knew it we were belly laughing in the in <laughs> We were the, stacking fireworks and dying laughing. Um and yeah, we would go to lunch together or dinner whatever shift we were on at the yeah. time but we worked there during the summer while we were both in college were we both in college uh, you were definitely in college I don't know if I was yet for real yeah but um that's how we became friends again so um crazy how that works yeah. Shelton fireworks my memory came back <laughs> thanks Tyler we literally were sitting there and we were like oh oh my gosh Tyler was like you don't remember that because that's when me and Tyler first started dating yeah so that was what, 2019? Yeah, mm-hmm. 2019, because me and Tyler started dating in June 2019. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but yeah, that we just had to tell y'all that because we couldn't remember last episode. <laughs> this one was really long. Sorry it was so long, y'all, but I hope y'all got something from this um, message that yes. we um, spoke today. And we just, we hope that someone, this will change someone today but yeah, we just hopefully. thank y'all for listening to it and um yes, supporting so us much. we love y'all we love y'all so much and if you ever as always if anybody that is listening ever needs prayer anything just to talk um and for me to just listen call me yes i'll give you my number just message our facebook if you don't know us like that um our instagram we're here for you for whatever you need. And we also have an email. And I mean whatever you need. If you, if you want to remain anonymous or anonymous, kind of. I, I don't know how you're going to remain anonymous. An email. I don't want you to be anonymous, honey. Give it all to me. <laughs> Come on. Bring it in. I'm sorry. I don't know how to ma- remain anonymous. Um, 
But if you if you want to, I mean, we have the option. Everything is at the Sunshine Podcast. So our Instagram is the S O N Shine Podcast. Our Facebook and our email is the Sunshine Podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. You know what today is? Oh, we forgot to say that too. <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, it's the day before Easter, but today is the day the Lord's made. And let us rejoice and be glad in it. I really wanted to say that at the beginning, but I forgot. Yeah, it's okay. God, God had different plans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were just pumped for this episode. Yes. Um, happy Easter weekend. Happy Easter, y'all. And happy resurrection. Remember tomorrow what the Lord has done for us. And thank you guys once again for listening. Thank you. We love you we so, love y'all so, so much. much. Please reach out if you need us. Yes. Bye. Thank y'all. Bye.